You are listening to Jai Long and this is Make Your Break, episode number 61. Today is Make Your Break's one year birthday. I've been running this since September 2019 and since then so much has happened including a well pandemic and I'm really proud of myself because I've showed up almost every single week with a new podcast episode, with a a new perspective, with a new guest and I've just brought so much value to so many people. So today I want to talk about my journey. I want to talk about the journey of the podcast, why I started it, the milestones that we've hit along the way, the roadblocks. Um, the benefits. There's so much to podcasting. And, you know, I had no idea what I was getting myself into and I had no idea what it was going to do for my business or, you know, for myself personally as well. So my podcast started this time last year and it all started, I was going for a drive um, on the east coast of Australia. It's about 2,000 kilometer drive. And I was just taking some time away from work and I was feeling really kind of overwhelmed from the big year that I had. I think I shot 50, 60 weddings and there was just so much going on in my life. And I had a friend tell me I should listen to podcasts and I never listened to a podcast episode before this. And I listened to about three episodes of someone's podcast and I thought, you know what? I could do a podcast. Like this sounds like so much fun. And I had no idea about podcasting, what equipment to get, what to do, but you know, when you have an idea, I just thought, why not add that to the plate of all the things that I have going on anyway? I remember I told my wife and I told Morgan, uh, my employee, and, you know, a few friends and everyone thought, why would you do that? I mean, you don't get paid for it. You've already got no time. Like, why add another project on the plate? And for myself, like, that is a good question. Like, why would I do that? And there was two reasons. One is I love being creative and, you know, I even like scaling back my business if I have to so I can keep doing creative outlets. And I think telling stories and, you know, inspiring people and things like that through a podcast to me is really creative. Trying to put it together, audio engineer this thing. We do all of our own, well, I do all of my own editing and everything on the podcast now and adding in sounds and and deleting out every time I up and you know things like that adding in little beeps and I absolutely love it I think it's just like a whole nother creative outlet and you know I recommend anyone if you've never been on a podcast before to jump on there so when I first did start I had a bit of a phobia about getting recorded on people's podcasts so I got asked maybe every two or three months from people you know they would say I'd love to have you on our podcast show and we can talk about your photography and your career and how you're an entrepreneur and all this kind of stuff and I'd always turn it down and I realized I wasn't turning it down because I wasn't too busy I was turning it down because I was afraid and making decisions from that space wasn't best serving me on my path to growth So I made a decision that I was going to get over this fear and I was going to start my own podcast show and I was going to show up for a year and just talk and educate and inspire and laugh and cry and do anything, you know, that I can to connect with people on this medium. And I have done it. One year birthday today. Okay, so I want to talk about a few little stats for you right now. So my podcast just hit in the 5% most listened to podcasts in the world. To get to that figure, it's not a huge number, 
but more than 7,500 downloads per month to to went to 20,000 downloads per month. So if you're in that bracket, you're in the 5% bracket. So the next bracket is over 20,000 downloads, and then you're in the 2%. And then if you get more than 36,000 downloads per month, you're in the 1% of most listened to podcasts in the world. I think that's really, really interesting. Um, Hitting the 5%, we only hit it last month, and I'm so excited that we're finally here. The podcast also, now it's reaching up to a year, just hit 100,000 downloads. To me, that is amazing. So right now we're doing about 12 12 to 13,000 downloads per month on the podcast and it's just starting to grow. One thing I want to say is when you first start a podcast, no one listens, right? And I already had an audience. So I already had people from Instagram, my mailing list and stuff. So when I started, I started pretty strong and I was having about 2,000 podcast downloads per month. Now, what I want to say is, So many people start podcasts and they they start a new project and they get disheartened when people don't listen. But this is what I want to say. Yes, over the last year, there's been so many times when I felt like it wasn't important to show up on my podcast or I could do something else and I felt disheartened because there wasn't that many listeners or I can compare it to someone else's and, you know, all that stuff we do as creatives. But in the last four weeks, we've had more subscribers on the podcast than I've had in the last 48 weeks combined. Now, to put that into perspective, what I want to say is when you're starting out a project, people don't jump on board straight away, right? It's probably like when you first watched one of your favorite TV shows, maybe it was like Game of Thrones or something like that, and you probably didn't start with everybody on season one, episode one, until season two came out or season three came out and then people told you about it. So the there are early adopters that will find something by chance and then they'll jump on that and they'll tell their friends, but there's not many people. Now, if Game of Thrones just stopped creating Game of Thrones on season one, then we wouldn't have an epic TV show that people talked about. But because they keep coming out season two and then season three and then all the way up to the last finale, they grew their audience. And it's so important to keep showing up like that in everything we do in life, right? If you don't have a big Instagram following right now, it doesn't mean it won't grow and it won't grow fast, but you need to keep showing up and doing things that makes a difference as well. So if you have been creating an Instagram, for instance, um, you know, for the last five years and you've been trying to grow a following and you can't even get to a thousand followers and you've been trying for five years, you need to stop what you're doing and do it differently. Like it's as simple as that. So you need to experiment different ways. For myself, you know, I, for the podcast, yes, there wasn't that many listeners, but I was always experimenting with different things, different formats, um, editing it differently, different people on the show, different industries on the show, things like that, different headlines, whatever I could do to mix it up to see if I could get more listeners instead of trying to do the same thing over and over and over and getting nowhere. I've also got 72 reviews, which doesn't sound like much, but it really does, you know, help me. And I just want to say thank you to those 72 people that left reviews. To the other 12,000 people, what are you doing? Leave me a review. (laughs) Um, It helps so much. And seriously, I talk to a few people and they say, I don't want to leave you a review jar because I just figured everyone does it. But really, no one actually does it. When you see the stats of, you know, 100,000 downloads and only 72 people left a review, um, I think we can do better. I reckon if I've given you some sort of value, if I've helped you in some way in your business, um, if I brought you 
you know, a connection with someone new that you've never heard of before through one of my guests or something, jump on, leave me a review, share, share that love and, um, and help this podcast grow. And on that note, what I want to say is I've talked about my milestones, right? That is what actually one more milestone we hit in Australia this year in the iTunes charts, number four on the iTunes charts for entrepreneurship, number four on the charts for most downloaded and listened to podcasts in Australia. And we also hit in the top 100 in the US, I think about four weeks ago, which is a huge deal for my podcast. And so the more people that are listening to it, um, the more it hits the charts and then the more it's got a chance to actually grow. So I just want to say big thank you to you guys for showing up and listening and especially to those first 2000 people that listened from the very first episode and, you know, cringe their way through me trying to script up something and not knowing what I was doing on a podcast all the way up until now, which I'm sure it's still not as good as it can be. And I will look back on year two at this podcast, but you got to start somewhere. So thank you to those guys. And my next goal is to get to 20,000 downloads per month. I want to be in the top 2% of the most downloaded podcasts in the world. So if you want to help me do that, take a screenshot of the podcast, share it on Instagram, share it with your friends, you know, text it to just one friend and it will help so much. That could literally double the listeners on the podcast. And if you find a lot of value on this on this show and you want to share it and lift people up around you, then that's the best way to do it. I want to tell you a little bit of a story before we jump into the show. So the show is going to be all about, I'm going to share some snippets from people that have been on the show and some of my favorite little snippets and inspiring little sections and favorite people that have graced the show and have brought us lots of value. Um, Before I do that, I want to tell you a little funny story because I went for a walk today down to the park and I was just walking around really early and it it just started raining. I was thinking about right now with the podcast and and I just hit, you know, a hundred thousand downloads and all the charts and all that kind of stuff. And I was really, you know, I'm proud of myself for keep showing up, even though it was, hasn't been easy and it's been really hard to get that motivation. But I was thinking back when I was an electrician and I remember my boss asking if anyone wanted to do a certain job that's about four hours away and you can do it five days a week and you'll get paid an extra $150 per day for a hotel room to stay whilst you're there. And while you're up there, you can, you might as well work, you know, 10 to 12 hours a day because you're not doing anything else, make a lot of money and you can bring it back. I put my hand up straight away because I was at the stage where, you know, I was so ambitious and I'm like, I'm going to do whatever it takes to change my life. I want to make some money. I want to help the people around me. I want to make that impact. Like, let me at this thing. So he gave me the job and I went out with one of my best friends and I was wiring up a house as you do. So this is just a new estate and there's all, you know, tradies and builders and stuff everywhere, building up all these houses. And we had to wire like two houses per day. Um, and we'll go through and then at the end of the day, you know, we'll go to a hotel and we'll be so tired. We'll have something to eat and then we'll just be straightened to bed because we'll get back there at night time and then we'll leave before, um, the sun rises in the morning and we'll go down and we would, um, start working again. So we'd work from dark to dark. So one night I was, um, I said to my best friend, I was like, Hey, do you mind if I don't stay at the hotel and I seen there's a vacant lot next door to where we were working, I might just park there and then I'm going to save the $150 per day on spending it on the hotel. And then I'm just going to go and work, you know, I'm going to sleep in the paddock and then I'm going to go to work. 
Sounds crazy. And it definitely was. That night, um, my best friend actually said, yeah, like I'll do it as well. Like that sounds fun. And it's just next door and, you know, it's all good. So I think that day we worked about, I don't know, maybe 12 hours or 14 hours. It was a massive long day. And we went into town, we had something to eat and this place is next to a beach. So it's kind of like those beach vibes and there's outdoor showers and all that kind of stuff. We rolled up on this beachfront block um, property where they haven't yet started building a house. And I got my sleeping bag out and I literally just, you know, opened up the door of the car and put the sleeping bag on the ground and just went to sleep on the ground, which was totally fine because I was so physically and mentally exhausted anyway, working big days. And like, it made no difference whether I was in a bed or if I was sleeping in the grass, like, you know, we were just doing whatever we could to make that little bit of extra income. But what happened was that night, my friend was in the front of the car. So it was, we were in a, we were in a, uh, like a truck, like a two seater truck. He had the window unwound and he was calling out my name in the middle of the night. And he's like, Jai, Jai. And I woke up and I was like, what is it, man? And it was pouring rain. And I was laying there cause I was so tired in the grass, in the pouring rain, like absolutely drenched. And I didn't even wake up. So I woke up and I had a bit of a laugh at the situation. I was like, what is going on? And I was delirious and I was tired and you know, and I was wet and I didn't want to get in the car. So I rolled under the truck and I pulled myself underneath the truck and I just fell asleep there. So it was all raining around me and everything. And, you know, I was so tired. It just nothing, nothing mattered at this stage. Anyway, the next day we get up, I change my clothes, put on some uh, fresh clothes. We drive to the job site and the sun's down. So it's all dark and I start working. And then one of the tradies look at me, you know, as the sun comes up and he's like, mate, what happened to you last night? And... I was sleeping underneath the exhaust pipe and I, I think I lifted my head up and bumped my head on the exhaust pipe a couple of times. So I had all this black soot all over my face, plus like a bruise. And, you know, my hair was all messy and I smelt and I was just like, what is happening? So everyone on the job site, you know, they had a bit of a laugh and stuff. And I was just thinking like, it's so crazy, the stuff that I would do for $150. Like I would happily sleep in the rain in the grass for that extra little bit of money but the reason why I want to tell you the story is because just to show you how relentless I am when it comes to working you know so like showing up and doing a podcast episode and people not listening it really doesn't even compare to the stuff that I've done where you know I'm showing up and I'm working 14 hours a day and I'm sleeping in the grass next to the job site and I'm getting back up and I'm working because I was working my way out of a situation I'm always the underdog that's you know, I don't mind making any kind of sacrifice to get what I want. And I think that's really important mentality to have when you want to create something that's just, you know, much above average. Like if you want to be in that 5% or that 2% or that 1%, like I said, with my goals, and I like to always tell everyone my goals, you know, um, then I'll start making those decisions around like, what do I have to do? or What do I have to sacrifice? Or what do I have to say? Or what extra shift can I do? Or, you know, how can I actually, what, what can I do to make that goal happen? And I'll work so relentlessly towards that one thing. Now, you know, this is, this was 10, no, this is 13 years ago. So it doesn't, it's not even that long ago that I was sleeping in the grass, but it's crazy to think like from that day, you know, me acting like that, I've never changed. So all the way up to when I started shooting weddings, like I would shoot weddings for free to sleep on people's couches and for a meal. And, you know, that same mentality, like I don't care whatever it takes. Like I don't, I actually shot a wedding. I remember it was in, in a, uh, a winery and they paid me some extra money uh, for a hotel room. 
And this is when I first started and I really didn't have much money and I was trying to, you know, buy some new equipment and stuff like that. And I literally did bring my sleeping bag and pick it was on their family farm and stuff. And I remember after the wedding, which was like probably I shot it to like maybe 1am um, and I was so tired and I just got my sleeping bag out and just rolled it out right next to my car on the grass and I just went to sleep. And it's so funny because, you know, it's just the same thing over and over. And this is the stuff that people don't see. You know, they look at look at someone like me and go like, oh, that's great for you, Jai. You're, you're successful. But what about me? I'm, I'm hustling, doing the real stuff. And they don't realize like to get anywhere, you need to have that, you know, underdog mentality and that relentlessness that you want to show up. You don't want to be average. You will do whatever it takes. You'll make those sacrifices. And I can't stress that stuff enough. I've done it myself and I keep doing it and I keep showing up like no matter what. Now, another reason why I want to say this is because in the last year since being, uh, in this podcast, I've also, you know, in my career, I've seen so many photographers, wedding photographers come and go. I've seen so many podcasts now, they come and they're here and it's amazing and then they go. And I've seen so many educators, you know, they come and then something like the pandemic comes around and then they go. And it's so interesting seeing like new wave of people and then them doing their thing and then they leave and then I'm still here, like doing the same thing, doing the same thing. And I think you do need to have that willpower of just like showing up and knowing that it's not, it's not if you're going to be successful, it's just when, but you need to put yourself in the best chance possible to succeed, right? You need, if you're showing up, that means you have an actual chance of being successful because if you don't, you already know what that result is. Like nothing's going to happen. Or if you're doing things that are just average, if you're running your business just averagely or anything like that, you already know what those results are going to be. Average results. You're not going to have anything remarkable. You're not going to live your life to the fullest. And it comes down to everything. Like why not put yourself out there and work that little bit harder, that little bit more relentlessness in, in you and and inspire and in, improve the people around you with with that as well. So let's get into the show. I want to share a couple of my favorite uh, clips from the last year. And I again, guys, like I just seriously want to say, um, when I first started, I can't even listen to those episodes because I was so scripted and it was really painful for me to do. It was really hard for me to show up, you know, as myself. And I feel so much more comfortable now. And I just want to say a huge thank you because I do this stuff full time. Like I, my full time job is literally helping and inspiring people and thinking for people. Like that's what I do. I get paid to think for people. So, you know, I just had the business map open up last week and I'm in there helping people go through their problems. Like there's a solution to every problem. And I love that I get to I get paid for working out those solutions. Like how can we do something a little bit better? How can we generate a little bit more income? How can we make our clients a little bit happier? How can we make a bigger impact? How can we, you know, spread that light on all our community, all the people around us? Like how can we do that? So you guys make that all possible and my heart's full. I seriously can't thank you enough for listening to this podcast. Um, you know, sometimes I, I don't know how you listen to my podcast or how you listen to my voice because I hear my voice too much and, it's painful for me to listen to, just as I know you probably think the same about your own voice. But thank you so much for being there for me, for showing up for me, for you know listening to the podcast, for sharing it on your Instagram, for leaving me those reviews, and for supporting me. Because this is not easy. It's not easy 
you know, stopping whatever I'm doing each and every single week to get on my podcast and to have that energy to share with you guys, to inspire you guys, to bring value, to help your business and whatever else it is. So thank you so much for giving me that. the stuff that's uniquely you that's your flavor it's going to take you so many more years to get to the point where you're actually shooting the stuff that you want to get and maybe it'll be a lean year for that first year while you're really pushing your angle that's difficult but the payoff i think is quicker and better and more creatively satisfying throughout history there's been big changes that have directly changed the way we live our lives and we do business a business has a choice. They can either close, they can fight, or they can adapt, innovate, and grow. But like one, ha having the cojones to, to take the, that step, it, it's number one. Like that's changing your mindset. Uh, like I remember when I started to do more like experimental stuff in weddings, at least experimental for, for the Mexican market, uh, we were expecting our first child. You know, and, and we understood that we couldn't afford our, our rent. So we came to my family-in-law and we said, hey guys, uh, hello, can, can you support us? Can, you, can we stay for you for a while? And, and we stayed with them for a year, you know, because we knew that the, the income was going to change. It was just a, a, a maybe. And living out of maybes, it, it has to be empowering story goes into anything from the first email to how you present yourself online to to anything branding is story um, branding is how does this brand make me feel um, and if it doesn't make you feel anything they're not going to book you full stop don't go about how can I do this more efficiently, you know, not jumping onto emails and then back onto Instagram and things like that. I'm thinking about how can I give myself a pay rise every day? If I got to jump on my Instagram 20 times a day because that's the impact I'm making, then that's what I'm going to do. Because I tell you what, I've seen people being efficient their whole lives and efficiency doesn't get you anywhere. It gets you a really good paying job, yes, but it doesn't help in business. It's growing you as a CEO. It doesn't help with those decisions because you need to learn how to you know, navigate around a business. Like that's what it is. We're business owners now. Having to reshoot things over and over and perfect the craft and beat yourself up and have imposter syndrome. It's just all of those things compiled to then realize like, oh, I now feel like it's all been worth it, you know? And there's still 
undoubtedly struggles I still I still feel on a, a daily basis. People who are really taking it in their stride versus those who are really struggling, it comes down to mental agility and what's going on in your head. Because, you know, we know that your reality is a result of your thoughts. It starts with your thoughts. Your thoughts shape how you feel, how you then feel reinforces beliefs that you have, and then you create that environment around you. I have a really strong belief that like anybody you invest money in at an in-person workshop, online workshop, whatever, they should be the, the educational content they're putting out should be a result, a byproduct of the work they're doing actively in their photography, being hired by actual clients, paying them. Whether I carry that anxiety of that weight around with me or whether I don't, I'll probably find that I'll be a lot more productive if I can somehow note that it's there, but distract myself by investing my time and my focus into people that are outside of me. There is no one I need to prove myself to because I know my own truth. And when you know your own truth, then you become unshakable because how can somebody tell somebody that believes in themselves that something's not right? I think one thing that people don't see is how many times I fail. I fail all the time. I create new businesses and they flop. You know, I put on a course and no one shows up. Like I do that all the time and it never stops me. Some things that I do, I fail on a lot, but I'm also really successful in some. It's because I keep trying and I keep doing it and I'll do it until it works. You know, word of mouth and referrals and all of that, just kind of doing it not full time. And it got to the point where I was like, using all of my weekends off to shoot. Um, so I was, you know, working like 60 hours a week instead of 40. And then it just kind of kept going and going and going. And the response was really beautiful. And I just, I figured, why not? I realized real quick that I actually have an opportunity here to change my life and maybe even my family's life, maybe even my friend's life. Imagine if I made money and I could stop my parents from fighting. That's what was going through my head. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think, um, you know, uh, people that are viewing your work and potential clients, they see that you're not giving up. They can see that you didn't just take like a three month break and just not post anything. You know, they see that this is not something you're willing to give up on. And uh, especially for weddings, that's certainly um, something that you want to uh, sort of put across to your clients. You want them to know that, you know, when times are tough, you're not just going to give up and leave because they they want to trust you that you're a professional. You love your job. You're very passionate about making, you know, the best possible work for them. Um, so, yeah, you definitely need to just keep going because I think any person with success in business, success in life knows that that doesn't come without failures. And, you know, there were plenty of, the sessions that I did at the very beginning that, you know, I would get home, upload my photos onto the computer, have a look through and I was like, oh my God, like what happened? What happened to these photos? They just, oh, I hate them. And all right. And being new to it, I could have just put my camera down because it was a hobby at that stage. I could have just said, you know, well, I gave it a go, go back to the sewing machine, you know, but it didn't let that stop me. And instead, I think something really important was instead of looking at them and saying, oh my God, I'm so bad. I would look at them and say, you know what? This 
um, the composition in this photo is actually really good. I just didn't nail my shutter speed and that's why it's a little bit blurry. So then I would go and give myself a little lesson on my shutter speed or how to find the, you know, ideal ISO range for that and turned it into a learning experience rather than just a failure and give up now. There you have it, one year of podcasting, talking to industry experts, people inspiring us, people bringing us value, people educating us, helping us along our journey to becoming creative entrepreneurs and scaling up our business. I've got to say, like, make sure you're always dreaming big. Don't let anyone tell you it's not possible. You've got to keep showing up and continue to be relentless and continue to be unapologetically you. You.